0: You live from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's golf and other four-letter words. And now your host, you've heard him on ESPN, Fox Sports, and Sirius XM Radio, Mr. Dennis Silvers.
1: Oh, that got cut off. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome in again to another edition of Golf Another Four-Letter Words right here on the Vegas Video Network. We're hoping you're uh, having a good uh, beginning of the week and help hope you uh, have a great uh, week and get a chance to play some golf this weekend. Weather's getting real, real good now, so you know no excuses not to get out or at least go to the range and beat some balls and start working on your game and, and knocking off the rust. And uh, speaking about knocking off the rust, we got the perfect guy making a second appearance here on golf and other four-letter words to help you do that. Tom's been a long-time PGA teaching professional. He currently runs all of the teaching up at Eagle Crest Golf Club in Sun City, Summerlin. So, right now, let's welcome Tom Utsler to the show. How are you, you, Tommy? Welcome back. It's great to be back. You uh, you're in a new location since the last time uh, we talked. I made the move uh, the first of uh, February. Okay. Eagle Crest How do you like it up there? Yeah. It's a ni- nice little it's, facility, it's isn't it?
0: A sensational facility. Way up on top, great views. Great, great grass range, yeah. great short game area. It's, it's You know,
1: I'm, I'm glad you mentioned grass, because it's one of the, one of the questions. I might, as, might as well start off with that question right now. That was actually my second question, but since you brought it up. You prefer teaching off mats or grass. Which one and why?
0: Hmm. I prefer teaching off grass when I'm working on impact, okay. Uh, if I'm strictly teaching uh, the mechanics of a swing, uh, it really doesn't matter. So it, I suppose if I had to choose one, certainly I would be on on grass. On grass. I'm not of the opinion that hitting off of mats hurts your uh, golf swing. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't and I don't that, and that's funny. I talk to a lot of you know the better players. And, and they'll go out of their way not to hit a golf ball off a mat. I, I agree with you. I don't think it's detrimental at all. No.
0: no. Uh, good impact is good impact regardless of the yep. surface that you're on, and, and uh, you should be able to recognize whether or not you're hitting the golf ball first in the ground. Side.
1: I agree with you. Uh, uh, Tom, as a teaching professional, what do you think is the, the single biggest adjustment you have to make as a teacher? when you are teaching a junior as opposed to an adult? And when I say junior, I'm talking about maybe a young man that's uh, uh, 11, 12, 13, as opposed to uh, an adult. But what's the biggest adjustment you have to make in your, in your teaching routine or philosophy?
0: Well, first of all, uh, juniors require, not that, not that uh, anyone uh, doesn't, doesn't uh, require patience, but it requires more patience with juniors. Um, first of all, they're a little bit intimidated when they're taking the lesson, more mm-hmm. so than, than the average adult. Um, so far as what I teach, I suppose that I'm, I'm uh, trying to bring out more natural ability, talk less about positions, uh, trying to bring out the, the athleticism, in a, in a junior, junior yeah. more so than I uh, would be with uh, yeah. with an adult. Yeah,
1: well, that makes sense. And and they're fearless. Oh, totally. If tell them what to do, totally. they'll do it. Yes. You know, turn your shoulders 120 and,
0: degrees, they do it. And as long as you're encouraging, um, they respond well. Yeah. Uh, you have to be careful, I think, uh, of criticism with a junior. Yeah. You have to be very, very careful. Yeah, that's a
1: very good point. That is a very good point. All right, tell you what, Let's uh, a lot of golf played over the weekend, all over the world. We're going to highlight just a couple of the tournaments that were played. So we're going to talk about it right now in Tournament Scorecard, and here it is. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. I'm Dennis Silvers, along with Tommy Utsler. Big Ben Curtis wins the uh, Texas Open yesterday, the Valero Texas Open. For his fourth PGA Tour title and his first victory since 2006. And for those of you that might have forgotten, because uh, Ben has fallen off the radar, the last couple of years Ben did win the uh, Open, the British Open, in 2003. So he does have that one major. What is uh, not astonishing to me, but surprising, and I want to get your take on it uh, this golf course, and they have a couple at TPC San Antonio, I had the uh, uh, director of Instruction on my show Saturday on CBS Radio, uh, and it's, it's narrow. I mean, so some of the holes are like almost driving in a closet, but he wins this tournament, Tom. This is the first time he has played this golf course, a tough golf course, number one, first time playing the event. And all of a sudden, where, I mean, where does that come from? That's, that's what I am most impressed with as far as his win. Sure, he played great golf. He was steady, hit the shots, made the putts. When he But to win on a golf course that you've never seen in a PGA Tour event, I, I think that's special.
0: It, it seems that the tough golf courses bring out the best in Ben Curtis. Each of his victories have been on tough tracks. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a long hitter of the golf ball. But he controls his golf ball very, very well. Yeah. Um, I was happy to see it. I think he's one of the real good guys out there.
1: Why do you think, and obviously a world-class player uh, for tour events, you know, he's got a major, what makes a guy like this go into a slump for a couple of years and just fall off the face of the earth and all of a sudden, boom, he comes down and he wins an event? I'm not sure, Dennis, that it's a slump. Uh, It's
0: so difficult. To win out there, yeah. it's so very difficult. Uh, it's not, you know, I think everyone felt that uh, uh, his his open victory in 03 was a fluke. Yeah, uh, I think he was ranked 360 yeah, in he was, the world or yeah. something like that. So, yeah, he caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah, uh, There's no doubt about that. But, again, it, it's so difficult out there and all of these guys are real good players. They're all capable. They're all capable yeah, that's, of doing what he did. That's
1: well said. That's true. And I agree with that. Not so much a slump, just yeah, just not getting it done. Yeah. You know. Uh, that's a good point. All right, world number 3 Lee Westwood uh, defends his title to win the uh, Indonesian Masters in Jakarta. Uh, and as you know, defending a title is uh, is not easy at all. Uh, Lee uh, refines his world ranking uh, position with that win. And now it's back to, let's see, Rory McIlroy number one, Luke Donald number two, and there's Lee Westwood again uh, as number three. Uh, I don't know, any, any hope for the Americans moving into the, uh, into the top three anytime soon that you can see?
0: Uh, uh, in a word, no. <laughs>
1: okay. That about moving right on, ladies and gentlemen. Right. That about sums it up. I mean, why can't we get it done? These guys just seem to to get it done at the right time. Is it their drive? Is it their passion? Do they want it more? Are they get more breaks? I mean, what's going on, Tom? I uh, I I think the the thing that's been discussed
0: over the years or the, the, the theory that, that uh the pundits or the experts have, have had over the years of uh, the Europeans play under more difficult conditions than Americans. They travel more. Yeah. They travel better. I think that has something to do with it. Yeah. Um, you know, that uh, that event uh, that, that Lee just won, um, I, from what I understand, uh, was a, awarded, uh, I, I believe this is right, 20 world points uh even though the field was not that strong it was not that strong yeah uh, but so far as the the big three I mean how can you argue with it these are all you, you can't, all three of them are
1: great players are great players yeah absolutely right and they're all they're all the uh, they're all the real deal finally in the uh really who cares department shall we put it that way David Frost teams with Michael Allen to win the uh, Liberty Mutual Legends of golf in Savannah Georgia did you watch any of that I did not. I was teaching. Okay. Well, good for you. you. You didn't miss anything. You were you were better off teaching. But that's an annual thing that they have. They get all the you know they get all the uh, it's a it's a, a two team thing and it's best ball and like uh, you know they get some outrageously good you know ten under eleven under nine under and stuff. But I it's fun for them. But I I don't it just doesn't do anything for me. But anyway, the you know the the check cashes.
0: You know, check cashes as they gonna, say. I was going to say the prize money would
1: do something. Would do something. Me. me too. Oh, yeah, it was very, very nice. All right. There are a lot of ways to uh, get a hold of us. As you know, on uh, golf and other four-letter words, we have email. And that, again, is simply golf at Vegas Video We've got something new on the toll-free. We're doing away with that 866 number. This is very, very cool. I just learned about it today. Just go to our home page. VegasVideonetwork.com. On the right-hand side, you'll see a little red tab. It says, send us a voicemail. You'll click that on. You'll get that, which is on your screen right now. You just uh, pop that and start recording, and uh, we'll get a voicemail here. Very, very cool. We've got live chat again. If you want to uh, enter in the live chat realm, again, just go to our uh, homepage, VegasVideonetwork.com, and hit that little live chat icon. Uh, You can always, if you miss the shows, if you miss Tom's, uh, show tonight. You can always go to the homepage and we archive our shows every week. We're on iTunes. We're on YouTube. We're a YouTube partner. Roku Television, which is very cool. And 1400 AM KSHP. They re are all of the shows uh, on K-Shop starting at 12 noon. So you get all of the audio of the show. So we're all over the place. You guys are we're all yes. over the place. Yeah. So tech advanced. We are tech advanced. We're techies here. We're techies. <laughs> Golfies and techies. All right, time for our second segment. Uh, we're going to take a commercial? <coughs> yeah, let's take a commercial. Right now. Uh, Tom and I are going to step away. We're going to take a short commercial break right now. We come back with our second segment. You're going to love this. we get got some really, really good scenarios for you today. We call it birdies and bogeys. Stay tuned. We're with you right back after this. All right, we are back with birdies and bogeys, a little more on golf and other four-letter words on the Vegas Video Network. Tom Hutzler with me, and uh, you know how this goes. I'm going to give you some right. stuff. Let me know if you think it's a birdie, bogey, or whatever. Got some, got some good ones for you today. Uh, Tom, city officials in San Paulo, uh, Brazil, uh, might have to find a new site uh, for the proposed golf course to be built, of course, for the 2016 Olympics because of a possible legal land dispute. If that's the case, the project's going to have to be scrapped, Uh, they're going to have to start it from scratch, and they're saying possibly the golf course will not be ready for test events by 2015. Uh, The land dispute uh, could take months, or some sources are citing uh, even several years you would have thought these pinheads over there would have done their homework and gotten all the legality straightened up before going ahead with such a prominent project. So, I don't know, birdie or bogey? On the part of uh, the organizers? Yeah, the city officials, the organizers. Well,
0: it's a definite bogey. Um, but how much trouble do we have here uh, jumping through the hoops to get a new golf course built? And we. We go through a great deal of. Uh, well, problems. that's
1: true, but on the other hand, we're not building something for building. a world stage we're, event like that's you know, like the Olympics. So. Uh, but it's a bogey. But it's a bogey, no doubt about it. The, Gil Hans, who's the uh, uh, designer, they interviewed him, and he said, "I know nothing about it. This is the first I'm hearing about it." So he may have to get his team back out there again. And, oh.
0: They're going to scope out a whole other piece of land. A piece of property.
1: Not not good. All right, Butch Harmon, Tiger's former coach, uh, in an interview with the Wall Street Journal the other day, (coughs) said he was, quote, surprised that Hank Haney would write such a book about Tiger uh, and his family. He said the amount of detail in the book makes him think that Haney was taking precise notes during the time he was working with Tiger to write a book Right from the beginning, so I don't know, birdie or bogey on, on Butch's thoughts. Uh, I
0: wish the whole subject would go away, to tell you the truth. Uh, but uh, um, I think I think Butch is right, uh, but I think he's just adding to uh, you know it's uh, was in my opinion Hank should not have written the book, and in and in my opinion, other instructors should. Uh, be quiet about their fellow instructors yeah. and what they do.
1: Yeah, well, that's true, because there's, there's a very fine line there. And they also went on uh, further in, their, in the interview in asking Butch from an objective viewpoint, you know, why is Tiger floundering? And he had two very interesting observations. He says, swing has gotten so, so mechanical. Uh, he said, Tiger doesn't need all this stuff. He knows the swing better than anybody. And secondly, he says he's lost his nerve to putt, and that I kind of agree with.
0: I I, I agree with both points. Uh, now, again, this is just my my opinion. Uh, I I wish I enjoyed the success as an instructor that Sean Foley has. Oh, sure, but uh, I don't believe in teaching athletes uh, position golf swings. Uh, I believe in in uh, bringing out as much relaxed athleticism as you yeah. can bring out, Yeah. and Tiger is a supreme athlete. Yeah, yeah. I'd like him to stay yeah. that way. Well,
1: people have called you for years, Tom, a big athletic supporter. <coughs> okay, we'll uh, move it moving right on. You're laughing at that. Yeah, In, <laughs> instead of uh, capitalizing on her home course advantage, Tom, Michelle Wee. She's 78-76. I mean, those are our numbers for crying out loud. To miss the cut at the LPGA Latte Championship, she missed the cut by seven shots, Tom. With only two LPGA Tour wins, there's a lot of discussion now as to whether Michelle Wee is going to be the real deal and live up to her expectations. And, And before you answer, I was a huge Michelle Wee fan. Uh... From the moment she came out and just was just really embracing her I love her swing I love the way she plays golf but I got to tell you I'm starting to lose it a little bit and I just I just don't think she has the fire uh, I think she's she just doesn't have that killer instinct so I don't know what do you think birdie or bogey on Michelle this is her home course I for crying out loud well uh,
0: I know that she's been to uh, the three most prominent short game coaches uh, struggles with her putting. Uh, I think that's the you know, the the basic problem with her play. Uh, I don't think she has the fire either. I think that things came too easy to her uh, too early. Too early. I don't think she had to fight for anything. Yeah. And I think that it's showing up now.
1: Yeah. It's a shame because it's she's a, got all the I talent thought, in the world. First God time. I think she should, should be dominating. First time
0: I saw her swing a golf club. I said that may be the best golf swing out there. Yeah,
1: should be dominating yep. with her length. No it, it's, it's a crime. All right, finally uh, we got the, the uh, open coming up, the British Open uh, in uh, the beginning part of July at uh, Royal Litham and St. Anne's. I think that's where Ben Curtis won his uh, open championship. They're lengthening the golf course, lengthening going through all this trouble, all this expense, all this maneuvering, they're lengthening the golf course. They're touching every hole, but I think two, one hundred and eighty-one yards. What are you going to do with one hundred and eighty-one yards? Does that make sense to you at all? If they're no, if they're well. thinking about a deterrent for these guys, they can lengthen it a thousand more yards. It's not going to deter these guys. No. What, what what's what's the purpose of it? It's a, it to to me, it's a waste big bow double the, the, triple bogey the, the, the,
0: yeah i i i don't know how you uh, 110 yards a hole i i don't i don't even know what to say i think about they're uh, that. seriously
1: i think they're touching I, 16 holes and they're leaving two holes uh, unfeathered, unfettered, untouched I I, I, so I, would, I I don't
0: get it i'd have to i'd have to see or read what what they're doing yeah. I mean, eight they, eight, much, they, eight much. much eight much can't mean much much
1: all right, time to get your uh, pencils, time to get your paper because uh, we've got some great questions on our next segment, Handicap Helper, that uh, you guys have sent in. Tom's going to give you some really good answers to help you, to help me with my golf game. We're going to take a short station ID right now, and when we come back, yeah, we're going to have Handicap Helper. Be right back after this. This is David Ivey for Pub Crawl. It's funny because, is David from
0: No, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey from Pub Crawl,
1: and you're watching the Vegas Video Network.
0: And scene.
1: Love that guy. He did a great job just drinking, just going around cocktailing with his wife. Pub Crawl, good show. How do you get that one? Good show. I don't know. You got to ask him. I'm trying to be a a stand-in for him, you know, when he goes on vacation. Welcome back, everybody, to our little show, Golf and Other Four-Letter Words, on the Vegas Video Network. Tom Utsler, PGA Teacher Professional. Dennis Silvers, professional, I don't know, announcer, whatever. I don't know. Talk show host. You're a, a, a golf expert. A golf expert. All right. Here we go. we got some good questions, and this one is really, really good, Tom. Uh... Robert asked if there's a drop dead distance to putting off the green if the conditions were favorable. So that's a good question. A drop dead yeah. distance? I How do you I'm thinking I'm thinking if you come up What do you up, mean by that, Robert? <laughs> Robert, what do you mean by that? I'm thinking if you come if you come up a little bit short off the green and say you might be 10 yards but if the grain is going with you, there's no real impediments to get in the way of the golf ball, is that a good distance to putt from? Would you suggest flopping it, chipping it, or whatever? And could the same be true maybe from further away? I, think that's, what, okay. I think that's what the intent of the question is. I, yeah,
0: I, I, I don't think that we can put a number on the distance. Um, I, I think uh, whatever you spend a great deal of time practicing, Robert, is going to be your best choice. If you like to chip the ball uh, from 10 yards off the green or whatever it might be, even with those smooth, uh, uh, non-grainy conditions, uh, chip the ball. If you like to putt it, putt it. If you like to take a hybrid, but you must practice that shot before you attempt it. And that goes for every golf shot that you attempt on the golf course. If you haven't practiced it, don't attempt
1: it. Yeah. Because, you know, where that's a good answer. And I think, you know, we say that we talk about the British Open. Uh, but you see guys golf ball from 30 yards up hump over humps and bumps and stuff like that. Well, that's the style. They do of that the, over the, there. The,
0: the uh, Lynx golf is played on the ground. Yeah. I mean, that that's that's not a mystery to, to those of us that have played the game for a long time. They play yeah. the game they differently. They play on
1: the ground. That's true. All right. Paul is interested in buying a range finder and uh, want to know uh, your opinion if it's worth it or not. Yes, I think it's worth it. Uh, Paul, I,
0: uh, I kind of like the idea of the, I'm not sure who makes it, uh, the, the hybrid uh, offers you uh, different choices. It helps to speed up play. It's gonna give you more confidence yeah. in, in uh, your distances. Uh, most of these, Range finders now, or uh, uh, different instruments that are being used, are going to allow you to find out how far you hit each of your golf clubs. That's true, and that's yeah. very valuable. That's uh, very very, good very hard club. to determine yeah. on a on a practice. That's route. a very good point. That's a very
1: good point. Uh, Jacob, we got somebody in uh, live chat. Actually, a question from me. Okay. Um, Who is the favorite right now to win the British Open? I know you guys said it's coming up. So, who's the uh, favorite right now to win that? Um, I gotta go, Rory. I do too. I was gonna say it, it's early, Jacob. But if you, uh, I think, were to post the if the books here in Vegas were to post the odds today, I think you would see Rory McElroy yeah, I, as as the favorite at least for today. I believe so. Yeah, I it's it's so. gonna be good. Trent says he's curious what you think is more important when putting: reading the line or speed. <laughs> it's kind of like the old thing, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Trent. <laughs> uh, there is, there is
0: no, there is no doubt about this, and you could ask that question of every golf instructor, every tour player uh, in the world, and they're all going to tell you the same thing: it's distance. Speed control is the single most important thing. Yeah. If you're the world's worst reader of greens, but you have excellent speed, you're going to eliminate.
1: Three putts. But, Three yeah. putting is caused by poor distance control. Yeah, I agree. I agree. A very good answer. I agree with you totally. Marshall says he's a bit confused about the proper amount of spine tilt. Any clarification would help? Uh, I'm
0: assuming that we're, that we're talking about uh, uh, spine tilt over the golf ball. Yes. Uh, yeah, Marshall.
1: I would and, assume too.
0: And uh, it has to be a comfortable athletic position. You can't feel like you're sitting down. You can't feel that your spine is uh, straight up and down. You need to feel that you that your chest is out over your feet. That's going to help you. You should also be able to let your arms hang naturally from your shoulders if you're in a correct if you have a correct spine angle. Your arms will hang uh, straight down from your shoulders, and that's where you're placing your hands on the golf club. If that that should help you find a good yeah. spot angle.
1: And I think comfort is a key word there oh. too. Very, very yeah. important. Yeah. Henry says that he thinks his swing is too upright, and is thinking about a flatter swing. Good or bad idea?
0: That would depend on your ball flight, Henry. Um, Upright swing planes tend to produce, a uh, for a right-hander, a left-to-right ball flight. Uh, if you're not producing a left-to-right ball flight with a steep angle of attack, then you have another issue. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to change your swing plane, what I would suggest is that, that you do some practice with the ball above your feet, a side heel lie with the ball above your feet, That'll flatten out your swing plane, and you can find out if it's producing the ball flight that you want. Uh, there is no one correct swing plane. It's mostly determined by your body type, yeah. your posture at address, uh, and uh, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, I'm all for for people experimenting. I like to see I like to see them move their ball position around, change the plane of their swing if they have the talent yeah. to do that and find out yeah. what effect it has I, on the I ball agree flight. With,
1: yeah, but I think that thing with the with the feet below the ball and, and uh, yeah, that plane, I think that's very good. Finally, Jesse says that people have told him when playing that he stands too far from the ball wants to know what the proper distance should be.
0: Uh, going back to the what I answered earlier, <coughs> uh, your arms should hang naturally from your shoulders. Um, and that will determine where, where your hands are going to uh, hold the golf club. Uh, and if that puts you uh, short of the golf ball, then yeah. you need to stand a little bit closer.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, uh, exactly. That's how you find it, though, allowing your arms to hang naturally from your shoulders. Yeah,
1: exactly. Good advice because I hope uh, that helps everybody out there. Of course, we'll have more next week. Uh, on uh, Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. I mentioned at the top you're now at Eagle Crest uh, Golf Course, Golf Club. How could uh, people find you there for lessons and so on and so forth? What do they have to do?
0: Well, they can go to to our website, Golf Summerlin. Which is on the screen right, right now. And uh, uh, call Eagle Crest, the pro shop. They can put you in touch with me. Um, my uh, Should I give my current phone number? Sure, so if you'd treatment? like. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, of course, the 702 area code It's 533 5431. Okay, uh, I have a website apexgolfacademy.com. Uh, you can reach me uh, via that. I'm on Facebook, a number of ways to get a hold of me.
1: Okay, absolutely. And Eagle Crest, for uh, people that are new to the Las Vegas Valley, if you haven't played it before, uh, it, it's just a fantastic little. Uh, golf course to play it's actually a it's an, uh, it's an executive it's an executive course but you it really allows you to hit most of the clubs in your bag and it's great great practice we have we have a par
0: four there that i promise you you can put on any golf course in america and it's gonna people are gonna say yeah that's a good golf hole yeah uh, our par four ninth is 403 yards uphill um with a uh, partially uh blind shot to mm-hmm. the to the green it's it's an outstanding it's it's the best executive course yeah. I've ever been
1: on. And you're you're way up there in oh, and you've got beautiful views beautiful across beautiful. the valley it's it's really really a lot of fun so uh, go see Tom Mutzler. he'll uh, he'll get you swing uh, back on track. Tom good job as always thanks Thank for you, coming in best that's of luck. My pleasure. And that's gonna wrap it up for this edition of Golf and Other Four Letter Words here on the Vegas Video Network. We hope to see you uh, next week, same time, same place, with another good show. Until then, fairways and greens, everybody, and uh, we'll see you back then. So long.